Hey, Hound Dogs. I'm David Hankins. I'm Paul Hankins. And you're on the air with Power Squared. Uh, we're here to uh, talk about Metallica. Uh, the group uh, had their first concert of their world tour in Amsterdam last night. We thought it'd be a good time then to talk about them uh, because you're a big fan of Metallica. Yes. Right. They're my favorite band, actually. Okay. And uh, you were going to go through and tell us kind of tier the. Uh, their studio albums for us. Yeah. All right. So let's talk a little bit about how did you get interested in Metallica? Well, I first got into them through Guitar Hero Metallica. Okay. Uh, I was really into Guitar Hero at the time. Uh, and I had heard of Metallica, so I, I was looking for a way to get into them. So I saw this as a excuse okay um and so was there any particular song or songs that sort of drew you in well apart from the whole thing uh <clears throat> there was obviously stuff like enter sandman but uh which is probably their most well-known song but uh two particular songs that I really liked were Master of Puppets and One. Mm -hmm. uh, and those were actually uh, two of my two of my favorite Metallica songs. They're, they do uh, understand that as like an encore at some point, right? Yeah. Uh, they usually uh, close their sets with <laughs> Sandman. Okay, so one of the things that's... And actually, yeah, it's part of the uh, M72 tour. Yeah. It's a no-repeat weekend, which means you only hear Sandman once. I wonder what their, <laughs> wonder what their closing song is going to be. Yeah, probably. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing the second night, maybe the first night, it'll be something else. Yeah. Uh, they released the set list that they oh, did the okay. first night. All right. <laughs> uh, Sandman wasn't on there, so oh. yeah, the feeling is the second night. What did they close with? Uh, they closed with uh, Master of Puppets. Oh, that's that's a really good song too. So you got into them through a video game. Yes. And uh, what was the first album of theirs that you purchased? Uh, well, the first one I got was uh, the Black Album. Okay. Well, it's it's just called Metallica, but it's uh, colloquially referred to as. The black, black album. album. Is that because the cover's black? Uh, yes. Okay. I mean, I guess there's the logo and a, a snake in the corner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the black uh, album. solid black, so the black album. Okay. And so you now have, have gotten all their albums from the beginning to now. Yeah. And so, do you have a... a and, and I've uh, also looked into their other material, like their... Uh, I've also gotten into their, their side stuff, mm -hmm. uh, like their EPs, and uh, the other projects like SNM and SNM2, and uh, we also saw movies. Right, yes. Uh, so like some kind of monster was the uh, documentary of making Saint Anger, mm -hmm. and uh, through the Never, right, uh, which was a unique combination of concert film and story. Right, and the concert. I mean, I remember the stage setup. I thought when we saw the movie, it was gonna look like that stage. That was really cool. <laughs> uh, it yeah, did. That was a very unique stage. 
Yes, and then the story was sort of it kind of left you want you know didn't really resolve. Yeah, what it should have. Uh, otherwise, it was a it was a great concert. I'm from purely from exposure and without seeing Pulp Fiction, uh, I got the impression they were going for something like Pulp Fiction at the end. Mm. Like my understanding is in Pulp Fiction, you never see what's in the briefcase because that's not that's not important. Right. Uh, and they were trying to do the same thing with Through the Never, but it didn't really earn that. Yeah. Well, the, the the problem is you're copying something. Yeah. And you really should, yeah, it's, it didn't work yeah. for them. Okay, well, you know, a little criticism of the movie that has nothing to do with their music, per se. No. Uh, it's just the story. Um, okay, so which of those movies is your favorite? Uh... That's uh, difficult. Okay. Uh, I mean, the cop out is they're all different in their own way. Uh, but uh, I don't really have a favorite of their movies. We also saw them in the theater when there was the Big Four. Yeah, we saw the Big Four uh, live uh-huh. in the theater. Was it Budapest uh, or someplace? No. Uh, it was Sofia Bulgaria. Okay, sorry. They later did it again in Coachella, but I didn't go to that. <laughs> but that was yeah, I remember that. And uh, in the theater, I saw SNM too. All right. And that was cool. Was that live as well? I forget. Okay. And when we saw them, was that really live, or was that sort of a tape delay kind of thing? Uh, when we saw the when we saw the Big Four live, uh-huh. that was live. Oh wow. Okay. Pretty cool. They also played extra material uh, while, like, between bands. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure if that was, it was edited and uh, made it look like something more. But that was a really good concert, too. Yeah. I remember the thing with the, he held up the pick at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we have somewhere, as I, I believe, as well. Yeah, the, uh, I have a, I didn't bring everything out, but I have a what? big four box set that includes a big four pick. Okay. All right. Um, so let's talk about uh, their music. So if, if somebody doesn't know who they are, their music is thrash metal. metal. Thrash metal. Yeah. And that's what what differentiates thrash metal from other types of metal. I forgot the difference, <laughs> <laughs> but Metallica were one of the pioneers of thrash metal. Okay. Yes, uh, a little bit of a history lesson. Uh, they started off with both an appearance on uh, Metal Massacre. This is the first one. Obviously, it's a re, uh, reprint. Right. Uh, uh, this, uh, this has uh, the original version of Hit the Lights uh, with, uh, with Ron McGovney, which is a rare recording. Okay, who's he? The original original bassist. Oh, uh, okay. They've been through a few. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and there's also the uh, No Life to Leather demo. Which, uh, this is a Record Store Day copy. Uh, anyway, they had uh, Dave Mustaine in the band originally as the guitarist. And uh, he got kicked out for reasons. Right. I don't want to go into 
with Tomahawk Drama, but he got kicked out, and uh, he went on to form Megadeth, so right. we got something good out of that. <laughs> now, they touched on this in a Jimmy Kimmel sketch, Yeah, that they got together through the Recycler. Yeah, Lars Ulrich put out an ad in the Recycler, because he was looking for uh, band members, mm-hmm. and J- James Hetfield answered the ad, and uh, they needed more members. Right. So they got uh, Ramagami and Dave Mustaine. Uh, Dave Mustaine got replaced with Kirk Hammett, mm-hmm. who was in the band uh, Exodus uh, at the time. And uh, they got Cliff Burton uh, after Cliff Burton sadly uh, passed in an accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Jason Newstead. Jason Newstead eventually left uh during the recording of some kind of monster ah. and uh he got replaced with uh rob Tru- robert trujillo who was uh previously with uh ozzy okay now um isn't their producer on this movie played bass a little yeah uh bob rock was yeah. their session yeah bassist so he was not an official member <laughs> right no but I thought, <laughs> I, I thought that was a really cool name for a producer yeah bob rock you know. yeah <laughs> so yeah that and yeah it's good and they get robert trujillo during this making this movie yeah, yeah. and so um do you think the new lineup is is i wish it's not new but i mean is that the best lineup of the group uh having not really seen them live with anybody right. else well uh are best lineup uh was with uh cliff burton mm-hmm. uh because he was just that good of a bassist mm-hmm. um but robert trujillo with robert trujillo that's the closest they can get to recreating it okay and they actually got uh trujillo because he his style and sound was very similar to cliff why did he leave ozzy i don't know okay i don't know as much as I know about Metallica, I don't know. Like, I'm, all just right. I'm just curious <laughs> if you knew. Yeah. I ask questions, you don't have to have the answers. Right. So, um, okay, let's, so let's talk about uh, their recordings. Yeah. So do you want to start with the, how do you want to do this? Do you want to just go through them all, or do you want to start with the best? Uh, well, let's start, let's just go in order. Okay. That's easier. So first we have uh, Kill Em All. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have... Oh yeah, with if there was a remaster, I own it too. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, here's Kill 'Em All. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that has a this is where it starts. It has a kind of rough sound, as a raw sound, I should say, and uh, it was uh, one interesting thing was uh, the track Anesthesia, which was uh, Cliff Burton. Uh, managed to convince them to commit like three minutes of three and a half minutes of you could say precious vinyl uh-huh. to a bass solo. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was, uh, showed off just how impressive he was. He is. That was the start of that. Uh, is, warning: I might be a little rambly with the. <laughs> is Dave Mustaine on any of these albums? Uh, or was he gone before they recorded? He was gone before they started recording this, uh, but for, I think, on the first couple, uh, Dave Mustaine still wrote songs, so they credited him. Okay. All right. Excuse. Uh, 
So anyway, uh, so Kirk Hammond's been there sort of since the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Uh, since they're official. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, He's the one member. I, I, yeah. At Comic Con, we've met him twice, so yeah. it's, I feel like you know. Uh, I know somebody. It's him. Uh, we're like this. <laughs> uh, so anyway, kill them all. Raw sound, but it's a classic sound. Uh, it has some. I don't like every track necessarily, or not all of them stuck out, uh, stayed with me, but uh, it's still really good. So <coughs> if, I were put, if I were to put it on a tier list, I would probably give it. <coughs> Sorry. Are you right? Yeah, I'm fine. I'd probably give it an A. Uh, that's kind of. Uh, if I'm going to be honest, that's bumped up because of how good Cliff Burton is. Okay. All right. Uh, otherwise, it would be like a B plus or something. Okay. Uh, that's not that's not bad. No. Great. <laughs> uh, so then we have uh, Ride the Lightning, uh, which is an improvement in just about every way, I think. Okay. Uh, this has uh, a couple of my favorite tracks off of here are... Uh, Five Fire of Fire and For Whom the Bell Tolls. Okay. Uh, Escape is uh, not that memorable uh, because it was an, uh, it was our first attempt to get radio play and it backfired. Okay. Uh, let's see. Nothing. So, uh, the Call of Cthulhu, Call of Cthulhu, or that was, that's how it's spelled. The Call of Cthulhu is uh, also really good. And also, it's an instrumental. It shows off Cliff's ability again. Okay. Um, this will also be an A. Because, okay. uh, again, it's a more refined sound, but it's still like classic lineup. All right. Uh, then we have uh, Master of Puppets. Uh, I'll just get it out of the way and say it's an S tier. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite Metallica album. Yeah. Uh, pretty much every song is just about every song is good mm -hmm. uh, Master of Puppets is uh, again one of my favorite songs uh, Orion uh, is the instrumental that really shows off uh, Cliff's talent okay. uh, and uh, the battery is a really good opener Thing that should not be is another uh, Cthulhu song or Lovecraft song. Okay. Uh, yeah, and they're they're all really good. Okay. Uh, there's I I would just be praising it more if I kept going. So. Okay. So an S. For yeah, that. S tier. Uh, uh, I have these kind of lay lying here in order, so. Okay. I wasn't. I was only going to tier the studio albums. Okay. But uh, they also have uh, this EP. Uh, the well, this one is specifically the 998 CD. Okay. Garage Days re revisited. Okay. It's uh, for early Metallica. It's uh, not very produced by Metallica. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, them kind of. Uh, it's them doing covers, okay, and uh, sort of going back to their roots with uh, when they were playing in a garage. Right. So is this f something they did 
new or is this something they older material they had sitting around uh this is something they did after okay uh this would be uh when they got i think that's when they got newstead okay so hmm, the weight okay it's a solid ep okay. uh i actually also have it in cassette form right uh so we have injustice for all uh, which is their first uh, studio album with Newstead. Mm -hmm. uh, infamously, uh, Newstead's bass was like turned all the way down during production. Uh, but uh, the the story is that his uh, bass was conflicting too much with uh, James's guitar playing mm -hmm. uh, because Newstead's uh, bass style is playing it like a rhythm guitar. Uh. Uh, so that kind of clashed on the yeah. album. Uh, Newstead in later years uh, uh, made amends okay. over that. Um, anyway, this is also an S tier. This mm -hmm. is my other favorite, favorite? Metallica album. Okay. Uh, Some song I've heard people go, oh, yeah. Uh, one is one of my favorite songs. Right. Okay. Uh, because of the how they handle the subject matter of war. Okay. Yeah, Master of Puppets is also like from Master of Puppets is the best anti-drug song ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway, uh, one. Uh, and it's also also is one of my favorite solos from Hammett. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, this is kind of a slower album in general. Uh, this is also when they start to have like really long songs okay. like uh and justice for all is over is almost 10 minutes uh to live is to die which was a tribute to cliff is also almost 10 minutes uh other songs i like off of here are uh eye of the beholder black End, which is a name they've used repeatedly on the whiskey too yes. yeah and their uh their own label uh and i also like uh Love Us to Die and uh, Sword of Straw and Harvester of Sorrow. So okay. I almost listed the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> but, pretty much. Uh, and just this is uh, if Metallica continued in the direction of this, they might have uh, gotten into uh, rock metal or progressive metal, ah. which is known for long tracks. Okay, but they didn't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I'm guessing that. Now uh, that's sort of Injustice for All is kind of the end of like the um, end of that sort of evolution okay. with their sound so they they uh the official story is that the songs were too long to play live so when they got to the black album uh they deliberately wrote shorter songs mm -hmm. uh so that the audience would be engaged longer or would be more engaged uh this is uh this is an A. Okay. Uh, yeah, and first, my first album. Uh, Enter Sandman is Enter Sandman is the title is the first track mm -hmm. and is their best known. Was that was uh, that released as a single or is it just everybody knows it for radio play? Uh, I think everyone knows it from radio play. Okay. This is actually when uh, Metallica started going for a more radio friendly sound. Though to me that wasn't in a bad way. Right. No. Yeah. Uh, 
holier than thou, unforgiven, wherever I may roam, uh, through the never, nothing else matters, or yeah, all really good songs. Like uh, I recognize them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those stand out the most for me. But uh, this is uh, one of this is probably the best of the uh, this and and Justice for All are the best uh, Newstead lineup okay. albums. So then we get to uh, Load and Reload. Okay. For the double album released separately. Uh, as albums, they're not actually not that bad. I used to really not like them, but over time I realized they had merit. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, uh, there aren't as many... Uh, memorable songs even if they do still play material off of here uh so collectively this would probably be a c okay but it's not like a bad c <laughs> the high c uh the highest it could go is probably like c plus okay um but uh fuel unforgiven to uh See, King Nothing, uh, and maybe a couple others are probably the best ones. Okay. Uh, this is them really experimenting with their sound, and uh, they're understandably divisive. Okay. Uh, but though I can understand, I can completely understand someone saying they're good albums, but not good Metallica albums. Okay. Uh, it's kind of how I feel as well, but again, I kind of lightened up on them over the years. Okay. Uh, so, not tearing these, but after that they also did Garage Inc., which was another, uh, like, uh, going back to okay. stuff. The covers or this? Uh, it was uh, covers and new material. Uh, it was a. It's also kind of a collection of stuff that they had released before, and so they're bringing it together. Okay. And uh, the original S N M was the sit, uh, which is when they their first collaboration with the uh, San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. Right. Okay. Uh, I remember liking it when I heard it. I haven't wa- I have the DVD. I haven't watched it, but yet, right. I just haven't gotten around to it. But I've listened to the album and I thought it was fine. Okay, so it's them with an orchestra, basically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that time it was actually uh, the orchestra's idea. Okay. And then SNM two was Metallica's idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, that was cool. We should do it again. All right. Uh, so the next one to tier would be. Uh, St. Anger. Uh, it's a similar story with Load and Reload. I also used to kind of not like it, but after I saw some kind of monster, I gained a new appreciation for it. Uh, I would still probably put this as a C tier. Okay. Yeah, that's not a. I'm not saying it's like the worst thing ever recorded. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. But a uh, C tier, and I. Uh, it has some good stuff like uh, 
I really need to listen to the album again, but uh, Some Kind of Monster and All Within My Hands I thought were good tracks. Okay. Uh, the main issue is the production, not the behind the scenes stuff, more specifically like Lars's uh, snare is way too loud. Okay. He's actually made fun of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, how to record, here's how to uh, do St. Anger, just turn the snare way up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alright, so then the next one is Death Magnetic uh, Which was I think at the time I was hyped as like their first album in 10 years uh, And this is when they had This is their first studio album with Trujillo So uh, Was there 10 years between these? Maybe not 10 years, okay. but Really long time Okay. Between albums uh, I could be exaggerating Right, okay, yeah I'm just I was trying to look for a year on this, 2008, so it must have been eight years or something. Oh, yeah, wow. Anyway, uh, this was a return to form for their sound. They were trying to recapture their classic. Okay. Uh, and I thought I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Uh, the one problem that came during, again, similar issue with St. Anger, uh, during production it got brick-walled. Because of that uh, loudness war thing that's still going on for whatever reason. Okay. So let's have the loudest album on the market. <laughs> and the sound suffers because oh, of it. Yeah. Uh, and actually, the Guitar Hero mixes of the tracks are better. Oh. <laughs> um, hopefully, when they release a CD version of the remaster, it'll also be mastered better. Right. Um, but, remastering. Yeah. Um, so. But it still has some good material anyway, despite that. Uh, Cyanide is one that they play a lot, uh, live still. Uh, that was Just Your Life, Broken Beaten Scarred. Uh, I also liked All Nightmare Long. Uh, Suicide and Redemption also returns to them doing an instrumental on a album. Mm-hmm. Um, and then My Apocalypse, I thought was a good closer. Is that Rick Rubin as the producer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who is also known for producing Slayer. Right. Yeah. He's uh, he's a, known for doing a lot of people. Uh, I will say I did since this was my first new album. I did like pretty much every track. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I could have also said Judas Kiss. <laughs> uh, anyway, I give this a B. Uh, bordering A. Uh, the B is mostly because they're going to go brick world. Okay. So, I so. think that's an understandable. Now, uh, not, the one that's also not tiered beyond magnetic uh, is sort of uh, Death Magnetic Part 2. Okay. So, I would recommend also listening to this. Why is, it, it. why is it not tiered? Because uh, it's an EP. Okay. Uh, someone's listening. Yeah. It's it's an EP that's uh, material that got cut from Death Magnetic, so they released it here, and it's a really good companion. Okay. Uh, yet another one that isn't tiered is the uh, Through the Never soundtrack, which is a live album, basically. Yeah, the music from the movie. Right. Uh, you can see it's like if you're watching. <laughs> Yeah, solid red. Uh, I actually like that effect. Uh, 
So if you liked Through the Never, you'll if you liked the movie, you'll like this, even if you haven't seen the movie. I think you'll like this. Right. That uh, was a good concert, there we go. Yeah, and it uh, has a good amount of uh, material from their entire career. Right. And uh, then into a nice package. Okay. Uh, so then the next uh, tiered album is uh, <clears throat> Hardwired to Self-Destruct. This is the uh, three-disc version that mm-hmm. I got. Uh since this was the tour that we saw, yes. the uh, Worldwire tour shirts. Uh, anyway, uh, everyone who attended also got a copy of the regular yeah, two-disc version. That was pretty cool. So we also have four additional copies <laughs> yes. just because we went. Uh, Didn't they send those to you, though? Uh, they might have. Yeah, okay. That was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, they sent those. So anyway, uh, this is a B tier because uh, I li- I personally like this album, uh, but not every track. Uh, I realize after a few years, not every track stuck with me. Okay. Uh, this was originally a double album. This is a double album. Okay, you have three discs. Uh, so yeah, it's a or? bonus disc. Ah. That's uh, extra tracks that were recorded okay like uh lords of summer uh which is all right uh b tier uh songs i liked off of here were hardwired uh atlas rise moth into flame uh confusion uh here comes revenge and spit out the bone uh spit out the bone is the track on here that sounds the most like uh their old sound okay uh, and then we have SNM two. Not, I'm not tearing that, but uh, it's them again with San, yeah, the San orchestra. And uh, I liked that they uh, did more. They actually did more with this than with the first SNM. Uh, as Metallica also played uh, orchestral tracks with electric guitar okay. thrown in. And uh, it also has a uh, bass cover of uh, I don't know why it's yeah, it has a cover of Anesthesia by one of the uh, orchestra bassists. Okay. Uh, it was actually that was uh, particularly impressive. They managed to make it sound like uh, electric. Okay. <laughs> and it was a respectful rendition. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then we have, uh, I guess, before I get to their last album, I also mentioned when they did the uh, uh, remaster of the Black album. Uh-huh. They also did the Metallica Blacklist. Oh yeah, right. Uh, which is covers of Black album tracks over and over again. Yeah, the it's a it's a very interesting uh, set. Uh-huh. It, but it's like four discs. Yeah. Uh, and you are going to hear. Uh, certain tracks like 
a bajillion times. It's kind of funny that it's B and it looks like blue. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will admit it's very hit and miss. And uh, even though every uh, every uh, interpretation is different, you again you are still hearing the same tracks over and over and over and over. Uh, Hopefully, you like it. Yeah, I don't I don't remember what they all sound like off the top of my head, obviously, because it's like four discs. Uh-huh. But I will say uh, one highlight was the uh, ghost cover of Enter Sandman. Now, is there anybody on there that is not a metal artist? Yes, plenty actually. Okay. Uh, let's see. It will take. This would take a while. Okay, sorry, I wasn't trying to go through. Uh, well, one of the nothing else matters covers. Oh yeah. Uh, has a uh, Miley Cyrus with uh, thing with uh other artists like Elton John and Yo Yo Ma. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Yeah. So, you know, this is fine as a package. Okay. So it's a uh, very hit and miss depending on who's listening to it. Okay. So the last thing is uh, their new album, Seventy Two Seasons. Okay. Uh, I actually own the CD and the Wait for it cassette. Okay. Which is uh, a transparent yellow it's more of a novelty than you're actually gonna play it right yeah i thought it was cool yeah, that they no, did that yeah, it's cool kind uh, of a throwback to how people used to listen to me so uh this album uh it's very new so i don't have like a hard grade on it okay um so i had heard the i was really hyped for the album uh, I heard the four singles a few times. I thought they were really good. Uh, then I heard the entire the first time I heard this was everything in context, uh-huh. and uh, I wasn't uh, quite sure about some of the songs because I liked some of them. Uh, I obviously liked the singles. Uh, the there were some tracks that I liked better lyrically than sonically or the other way around. Right. Uh, but then I heard, I recently heard uh, the tracks again uh, individually, and it's, uh, I liked, the, liked some of them more the second time. So I think it's one of those albums where you have to listen to it more than once. Or listen to listen to it once, then listen to the tracks by themselves, and it it grows on you. Right, as we discussed, like every Stones album. <laughs> um, now, when they say single, yeah, they didn't put out a forty-five or whatever. What does that mean? Uh, well, they put out, uh, they released it digitally. Okay. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, they released the single digitally. Okay, so at least. Uh, if there was a CD, I probably would have grabbed. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, and they also released uh, music videos for okay. each one. All right. I, I'm just, you know, the, they throw on the word single, and yeah. it, it means something way different now than it used to. So I'm just uh, educating. Interestingly, it's also the first uh, Metallica album where every song also on YouTube also has a ASL version. Hmm. 
Okay. So people are deaf or hard of hearing and still follow along. Uh, so the the songs that I already liked were uh, 72 Seasons, uh, Screaming Suicide, Lux Eterna, and uh, If Darkness Had a Sun. I think uh, Lux Eterna and If Darkness Had a Sun are the two best tracks. Okay. Uh, after listening to certain tracks again, uh, Shadows Follow, Sleep Lock My Wife, Sleep Lock, Sleep Walk My Life Away. Yeah. <laughs> Tongue twister. That's fine. <laughs> and uh, Crown of Barbed Wire, uh, and Room of Mirrors uh, also grew on me. Okay. Uh, so I again think it's too early to assign like a hard rating for it because it's still new. Yeah, it's still new, so it's a tentative uh, bordering between B and A. Okay. Now they also uh, because this is a comic book show. Yes. They've actually appeared in comic books as well. Yes. So now is this something that they were they instigated or something that they? just happen to be the subject of? Uh, I think they happen to be the subject of it. Uh, Acme Inc. has uh, comics that are like rock and roll biographies. Mm -hmm. And uh, so one of them was Metallica. Uh, Comic-Con I got the metal covers. Okay. That's actual metal. Okay. Uh, now, uh, this is just the ash can. I haven't <laughs> the ash can I haven't read the full comic oh that's fine uh, but my first my initial impressions I think they were trying to I think they were trying to be a little too clever with inserting song lyrics uh, into the narrative uh, the art is like okay yeah it looks uh, kind of okay it's uh, a lot of it was stuff I already knew uh, the one new bit of information that I wasn't aware of was uh, XL, the band XL uh, accused Metallica of ripping off their song Tapping the Emotional Void for Enter Sandman. And they, uh, from their album, The Joke's On You. Uh -huh. And uh, they, I guess they tried to sue. I don't think it worked. Uh, so when I read that, uh, I actually looked into the matter like I listened to the Excel song okay. and uh, I uh, I could see the similarities but it's not enough. I didn't think it was enough to be declared like a one to one like copy or total rip off okay. so, but no matter what Dave Mustaine says <laughs> Because uh, the part in question from the Excel song is the first like forty-five seconds, and uh, they, you know, it's a similar, similar pattern, but it's executed differently. And with Metallica, that's the main, the main riff, goes off on its own thing. Right. Uh, if we want to get pedantic, the Excel song also has a bit that sounds exactly like YYZ by Rush. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and and it, that sounds a little similar. The song in general has a similar vibe to uh, "South of Heaven" by Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so nobody's uh, in the clean. Um, Although so, it was a good song. So, so let's talk a little bit as we wrap this up. Um, Metallica is, is branched out into other things. They have a, a, a big charity that they support. Yeah, All Within My Hands, mm-hmm. uh, which is their charity. The idea behind it is uh, they can give back to the use the power of the fans to give back to the community which is apparently something they had already been doing while they were on tour but then they could with all of them in my hands they could do it on a bigger scale mm-hmm. so like they donate to food banks uh they uh actually have a scholarship to help give people jobs okay uh i think it's it seems to be uh like trade jobs but those are essential yeah uh so it's good that they're like using our power for good and then they've also branched off into whiskey yeah they're uh blackened right so it's it's more than just it's like a corporation in some ways <laughs> but uh, uh and with blackened the diversify yeah with blackened the idea is that it was uh sonically enhanced with metallic that's right that's right okay um all right so, anything else you want to mention about Metallica? Uh, We're going to go see them in August. Yes. Uh, I enjoyed them the one time I saw them live. Again, World Wired Tour. Pasadena. And I'm looking forward to uh, M72. Okay. Well. Uh, I will also just say they're many shades of metallica fan and this is just my own experience right yes we're not, we're not trying to hype it as you know music, no. music. <laughs> yeah uh so next week we'll probably be getting back more to comic books but until then i'm david hankins i'm paul hankins and you've been on the air with power squared uh-huh.